It's dangerous to figure out whether or not Lost is a good TV show. Take this. Hi, welcome to All the Best Podcasts Have Daddy Issues, a podcast about whether or not Lost is a good TV show. I'm your host, Nolan Pavlich. And I'm Emma May. And we're here to talk about Season 3, Episode 15, Left Behind. Uh, I'm going to put forward a thesis on this episode right off the bat. Oh, okay. Uh, This is, I believe, Lost's most homoerotic episode. Yeah. (laughs) it was yeah um it there's uh, times when i was chanting kiss 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 (laughs) (laughs) and they never did because Mm -mm. of course this is uh abc um but yeah emma how are you feeling about this episode i i like it i wish that um more there's one thing about it though that like kind of bothers me and I can't really, like, put my finger on it, but I just, like, all these roads for Kate, like, leading back to Sawyer just makes me, like, groan a little bit. Like, I don't know. But I liked it. And I like her and Cassidy as dynamic. I think they're fun. Yeah, they Um, were a good little team up. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, Yeah, I like it. I think as far as Kate episode goes, it's one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, At least that we've gotten so far. And, yeah, the, um, uh... The, I like that it's Kate and Juliet for the episode. It kind of sucks how much of it is with them arguing about Jack. Yeah, I didn't like Um, that. Yeah, I, I I kind of, I don't know. I, the Sawyer thing didn't bother me as much just because it felt more like a off island connection rather than a, like trying to connect Kate and Sawyer specifically, at least to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the uh, overall, I think it was a pretty solid episode. Nothing, nothing terrible about it. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, let's jump right in. This episode aired April fourth, two thousand seven. It was directed by uh, Karen Gaviola, who has uh, previously directed on the show. She did the whole truth, which is the the Sun and Jin episode where uh, we think Sun is infertile, but it turns mm-hmm. out to be Jin. Um, And then it was written by Damon Lindelof and Elizabeth Sarnoff. Uh, The episode starts with um, uh, Kate waking up. She's waiting in the uh, rec room. Um, She hears somebody coming in, so she hides behind the door with a pool cue. Uh, It's insane to me that they did just leave her in there like this and, like, not tied down. Like, she's handcuffed, but very easily gets her hands on the pool cue. Yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, the old Kate is back, finally. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's a... Yes. Um, that is actually another issue with this episode. We'll get to it later. But there's something where I'm just like, this is so out of character for Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, she swings at whoever's coming in, and it's Juliet who dodges the pool cue and, like, judo throws her over her shoulder and just absolutely demolishes Kate here, um, spilling her food everywhere. And, uh, yeah, she says, I was just trying to bring you a sandwich. And then leaves and then this is basically uh i mean she just leaves all the the sandwich and broken glass on the floor so yeah um tough to see kate go down like that Um, she gets her ass kicked but then later on in the episode it flips so i don't know i don't know what they're trying to i guess they're trying to give them both some good uh some good fights in Mm -hmm. 
in our first flashback, Patsy Klein's mm-hmm. Walking After Midnight is playing. Yeah. Um. So Kate's. Uh, I missed it. Artist. I had I had to look it up because I was like, "Is this the first non-Patsy episode that mm. we have gotten?" And uh, it is not. Mm-mm. I just fully missed it somehow. Yep. Um, Walking After Midnight is playing as the camera pans down over a cornfield where we find Kate getting her car towed. This is mm-hmm. a good representation of Iowa. Um, yeah. Before, <laughs> I just remember the episode with Kate where they were trying to say, like, this is the Midwest, and it was, like, yeah. very clearly Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So this set design, good job. Good yeah, job, they lost. did a better job on this one for sure. Mm-hmm. It still is really green, but I mean, there's a certain point where you just can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. Um. It turns out the fan belt went out uh, in her car, and the mechanic tells her that it'll be about two days to get fixed. Uh, the mechanic's name is Johnny, and Kate tells them that her name is Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that we talk about the hat that. Is wearing before we. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yes. Too far. Yeah. He is wearing the coolest hat in this episode. Uh It has the silhouette of a cowboy and then says "cowboy up" all around it. Like I need that hat. I'm gonna do whatever I can to get my hands on a hat like that. I I tried googling for it, but like the only stuff that would come up was uh, actual cowboy hats. It's it's. A fantastic hat because not only does it not make any sense, like, Cowboy Up isn't a brand. So I guess it's just selling you to Cowboy Up. But also the picture is like the silhouette of a cowboy, like you're saying, but he has his hands on presumably his six-shooter, but because it's just a silhouette, it pretty much just looks like he's got his hands on his hips. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of just, like, judging you and telling you to Cowboy Up. Um, Which I think, yeah, I don't know, it's a incredible piece of clothing uh i don't i think i mean day to day i'm wearing that before i'm wearing the uh music slut t-shirt from yeah uh uh from uh season one in charlie's episode that's Uh, reserved for special occasions yeah well yeah of course that (laughs) that one's only when i go to a nice restaurant Mm -hmm. um yeah great hat uh, they arrive at a gas station, and lo and behold, Sawyer's ex is trying to pull the necklace con on a guy who really isn't having it. He's very annoyed, and mm-hmm. he threatens to call the cops. And this is crazy. That's so crazy. It is really crazy. Um, and it makes Kate go on edge. So she kind of swoops in and saves Cassidy from getting the police involved. By saying that she owns a jewelry store and she can spot a fake and she buys one of the necklaces. Um, This makes the guys leave the situation and she goes to Cassidy to get her money back uh, from the con. And Cassidy wants to know why she helped her and Kate says that she's just one girl trying to watch out for another girl and have her back. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do like that, like, when we were introduced to that con in the episode, it was, like, specifically a two-man con. Like, mm-hmm. it needed Sawyer to look all beat up and then Cassidy to come in and be like, oh, I'll buy one. Uh, so, like, Cassidy is just fully failing here. She's floundering without a partner. Mm-hmm. We go back in the island and Locke comes in to say goodbye to Kate because he's leaving with the others. 
his hand is all bandaged up, which w it was not last time we saw him. So maybe we'll get some some answers for that later. Uh, but yeah, she uh, uh, she asked him about it, and he says that he doesn't want to go home. And he tried to get them to take her along as well, but then they told him what she had done. And uh, he says that they're not the forgiving type. Um, didn't seem like he was judging her. Uh, I will say, too, I was thinking about it like... Ethan, like, straight up, like, broke people's necks and, like, drowned them and stuff. Uh, so it's very funny that they're, like, super judgmental of... Kate like killing her abusive stepfather. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I like I, I'm worse. not saying. Yeah, I, like I'm not saying like you should kill people, but like if I'm like this person murdered someone, I'd say, oh no, and then I'd say, yeah, their abusive stepfather who was hurting their mother, I'd be like, oh, well, uh, okay, <laughs> that's. That, <laughs> I, I guess I'm I'm less disgusted by that. Um, Instead of like kidnapping the pregnant woman and. Yeah, yeah, and then hanging a guy in <laughs> yeah. the in the jungle by vines. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kate tries to break through to him, but he just kind of leaves and says he's sorry. Um, back on the beach, Hurley comes by Sawyer's tent and has a secretive meeting where he kind of kicks him and then stares out on the beach, says, don't look like you're talking to me. Uh, I always love when people do this, when people get too into the keeping a meeting secret. I love when a show has two people meeting at a bench and they both sit mm. on other sides of the bench and look like mm -hmm. they're not talking to each other. It's just always fun. Um, Hurdley says that after Nikki and Paolo, everybody is taking a vote on whether or not to banish Sawyer. Uh, they will be um, putting out his uh, his ceremonial torch, uh, uh, survival style, survivor mm -hmm. style. Um, uh, Sawyer is uh, dismissive and insults Hurley. He says, you know, I can't use nicknames for the next three days. Uh, but anyways, you are rotund and annoying and a pain in the ass. Which, I will say this, rotund is a pretty funny uh, insult word. Like, obviously he's yeah. being mean to Hurley, but I gotta say, rotund, if I'm Hurley, I'm not really minding that one too much. Uh, Kate, the next morning, wakes up and sees uh, that everybody else... All the others are putting on gas masks and leaving. They have their stuff packed and they're taken off. Uh, somebody throws a, ga a gas canister into the room that she's in and she passes out. Um, I will say this. It is really funny because it looks like the person who like, threw in the gas canister was just like a, a random other. So just like some random yeah. person like wearing like sweatpants or whatever tossing in the, uh, uh, the knockout juice canister of gas. Uh, it did, uh, it, um, it did make me laugh a little bit. Uh, in our next flashback, Kate and Cassidy are at a bar and Cassidy is like coaching her on being a smoother con artist. Um, she yeah. asks Kate her name and she pauses a bit before saying Lucy and, uh, Which... Cassidy asks her what's her, what's your real name? Yeah. I will say this, she's like, yeah, don't even hesitate, don't think about it. But I, I hesitate all the time. Like, if someone's like, hey, what's your name? And be like, oh, uh, I'm Nolan. Like, that easily. I would do that yeah. in any social situation. I'd have to be like, wait, did they ask me my name? Okay, cool, let me just mm -hmm. uh, make sure. Uh, but, you know, uh, and I, I don't really even use aliases that often, so. I would be suspicious, like, why? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you need to? Why do you need to know my name? <laughs> What's your name? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Kate and tells her that her name is Lucy, and um. Then as they're kind of going through the conversation a little bit more, uh, Kate opens up to her and tells her that she killed her stepfather and that she's on the lamb. Um. And Cassidy asks her why she did it, and she tells her that. Uh he was a bad guy uh, Kate also tells her that she's in Iowa to see her mom and Cassidy offers to help because she fell in love with a bad guy too um, and got embarrassed by him Sawyer uh, but one of them deserves to have something good so she is she's in it I will say so in this scene when I had thought that there was no Patsy Cline song, I listened to the music in this. I was like, oh, that sounds like country music, but I don't recognize the song. And I looked it up, and it's like a non-commercial music. Uh, like, you can't find out who the actual singer is, mm -hmm. just who the composer is. And it's basically made to be put in, like, the background of TV shows, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and I, to me, I was like, oh, that's where they must have wanted to put in the Patsy Cline song. Not realizing that they already had done it. Um, oh, but anyways, it's called Waltz Without Whispering, if you want to look it up online and really get a sense of that. Yeah, it is a great title. And yeah. it honestly, it sounds, like, good. Like, it's, I'm not going to say it's, like, this would have been cracking the charts or anything like that, but it wasn't bad. Mm-mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the island, uh, Kate wakes up in the jungle. Um, no idea how she got there, and she looks over. She is handcuffed. To Juliet, wow. Um, incredible that she uh, uh, didn't feel that at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, getting dragged out into the jungle like that. But. Uh, Sawyer is fishing near Sun and Jin. He, he tries to smile at Sun uh, as they are pulling in their net, but she just kind of gives him the evil eye. Um, he catches a fish, but doesn't know how to gut it, and he makes a big mess of it when he tries. Uh, he goes to Hurley and says that he's changed his mind. He wants uh, uh, he wants to try and change people's minds about the uh, about the vote. Uh, Hurley is one surprised that he doesn't know how to gut a fish yet. Which, I mean, I don't know how many. How, he says it like, "Oh, everybody would know how to do this." I guess everybody would know how to do it at that point. But like, realistically, it's probably just one or two people that are gutting the fish, right? Right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Fish gut duty. I can't say I necessarily blame Sawyer for avoiding that one. No. Um, yeah. I was so, getting grossed out just watching it. Was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. They did a good job. Well, I think they did it. They've done that a few times in the show where they have the gutting of fish uh, looking absolutely disgusting. So they've nailed that special effect. If mm -hmm. it is a special effect. Um, Hurley agrees to help, but he makes Sawyer apologize uh, for... Um, uh, for saying all the mean things earlier and Sawyer apologizes and um and Hurley's kind of like whoa do you really mean it and Sawyer says you're worse than a girl um which is uh uh this episode aired April 7th 2007 so I guess that's how we remember that um mm -hmm. <laughs> uh back in the jungle Kate takes uh Juliet's knife out of her pocket uh, she opens it up, and then Juliet immediately wakes up and grabs her wrist. Uh, Juliet doesn't know why she's out there. Uh, Kate gets her to let go, and uh, Juliet kind of stares at her, but then does. 
Uh, she tries to pick the lock with a knife, but it's too big. Uh, Kate wants to go back um, to the the uh, uh, the camp, whatever the the other's little town. Uh, Juliet says, "Well, hey, they're the ones that did this, so why would we go back?" And Kate says, "You know, don't act like you're not one of them." Um, and uh, then we realize that Juliet didn't know that they were leaving, and she got left behind as well. Uh, in the third flashback, uh, Kate is walking up to a little apartment community where her mom lives and knocks on the door. Uh, and then the feds swarm her, including the marshal who takes yeah. off her sunglasses. And it's not Kate. Boom. It's Cassidy in yeah. a, I think the first convincing wig. I was going to say, this is one of the better wigs on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, maybe it just helps that it's just really long hair. Uh, over yeah. someone who has short hair so like it's uh, you know there's only so wrong you can go with it but yeah mm -hmm. um yeah good wig she pulled yeah. off the kate look um i one thing i will say that made me laugh is that she uh changed into kate's clothes but like it's not like they know what kate's dressed like right. they don't have yeah. like an apb out for her girl with the green army jacket like the uh and the, the cool uh, hat like yeah and the cool hat <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, she really just needed the wig, but I, it's cool that they went the extra step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was an okay fake out. Um, yeah, she, yeah, it's for us. The fake for out us, is for us, yeah. not not the marshals. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, she tells the marshal that she's selling Bibles. Uh, while Kate watches in this in the distance from a car. Um, yeah. In the next scene, Cassidy comes back to their motel room and tells Kate that. She was questioned for 30 minutes, and they took her uh, luggage, her case, um, and confiscated oh, it. Uh, which honestly doesn't sound that bad. Like, 30 minutes of questioning. Yeah, 30 minutes seems right. I feel like yeah. taking your case is insane. Yeah. Um, you don't need that. No. Um, I also, I do like the idea that she was going as a door-to-door -door Bible salesman in 2007. Um, well, it is Iowa, to be fair. But is that really still? I mean, I don't know. Two thousand seven. <laughs> I feel like there was bookstores at that point. Like, it's not oh, like for sure. It's just it's funny to think that that used to be like a full time job where you could be like, "Yep, I'm a Bible salesman." Because mm -hmm. basically, all that was was you were just going door to door and like guilting people into buying your product because there wasn't Amazon.com for them to get it. I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, you know, I apologize to any listeners who are Bible salespeople who might be listening. There's no way. Um. <laughs> yeah. The one, um. it, we apologize to our listener, Willie Loman, who has time traveled from 1956 yeah. and uh, exclusively listens to this podcast on his journey to get back home. Um, uh, good luck, buddy. And yeah, we don't mean to insult your profession. Thanks for listening, Willie. Mm -hmm. Um she tells Kate that she needs to know what the reason is for Kate wanting to talk to her mom. Um, and because she's kind of having second thoughts now after seeing how many feds were watching her mom. And Kate tells her the whole story about how uh, her mom gave her up. And she wants to know why her mom betrayed her. Um, and this convinces Cassidy that she should help. Yeah, 
And now, like, I don't necessarily find it unbelievable that Kate would want to know or would want to get more closure, I guess, from her mom about it. But I will say it felt pretty obvious in the episode that we watched uh, where she did give her up why she did it. Yeah. Like, felt like she was pretty obviously scared of her and was like just kind of thought of her daughter as a murderer. Right. Um, but, you know, I again, I, I don't necessarily think it's bad that Kate would want to get some closure on that. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat, though. Like, I... It, it's kind of giving psycho from Kate. Like, yes. Well, <laughs> I killed her husband her. and she yeah. gave me up and I don't get it. Like, yeah. Okay. Psycho. <laughs> you don't get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, back on the island, uh, Juliet is, wants them to uh, wait until morning uh, to keep going because she says it's going to rain, but Kate doesn't want to. Um, Kate says, you know, why would they do this to us? And Juliet says that Ben likes playing mind games, which is why they handcuff them together. I will say, I don't know what the mind game could possibly be for them being handcuffed together. And I mean, I guess we'll find out eventually, you know, later on that is, uh, mm. a lie. So that makes sense. Um, it, it starts raining and, uh, Juliet blames, uh, Kate for ruining Jack's chance to get off the island, saying that she was being selfish by wanting to come back even when uh, he told her not to. Uh, they have a fist fight in the rain where Kate, like, decisively wins. I don't think Juliet gets a hit in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she accidentally uh, dislocates Juliet's shoulder. Uh, as they're fighting, the monster comes, the smoke monster. Juliet doesn't really seem to take it super seriously. I, yeah, um, I was wondering about that. Like, which she is, knows what it is. Yeah, like that. It's odd that that is, would be something that she has to lie about because then later on she does know about the fence and how it stops it. Mm-hmm. So it's odd that she's like, "Oh, what is that? What could that noise possibly be?" And even if you didn't know what it was, you would probably still want to. You wouldn't be like, "Well, time to find out." Like, yeah, you would want right. to go hide. Um, so yeah, they go hide in a little circle of trees, pretty similar to the one that uh, Michael and Walt hid in when the polar bear was trying to attack him. Um, uh, there is a light, uh, shined on Juliet. Like she uh, almost, it it gives you the feeling of like somebody using flash photography. Um, and then the monster runs away from them. Uh, back on the beach at nighttime, Hurley tells Sawyer that Claire is, um, really influential. So he needs to win her over. Uh, he gives her a blanket for Aaron and checks in on Aaron and asks how he's doing and is overall extremely awkward. Uh, this scene, had, I loved this. This is this really made me laugh. Uh, it was a very cute sing Sawyer like try to be nice to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I really I love I just love this dynamic of Sawyer having to be nice. I always think it's funny. Um, as he's as he's walking away after he basically. I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, completely biffs it. Like, yeah. he's extremely awkward and um, non-charismatic. He looks at Hurley, gives him a, like, did I do good? And then Hurley gives him a thumbs up. Um, which, again, does, I just, I really like this dynamic. I like the the Hurley-Sawyer chemistry, too. Uh, yeah, we've gotten fun. a few little B-plot episodes with them, uh, and it's always good. Um, Juliet needs Kate to pop her shoulder back in um 
she tells she also tells Kate that Jack saw her and Sawyer together uh, on the cameras, and then that's why um, Jack's heart was broken or whatever after, <laughs> and why he told oh, her not okay. to come back. Yeah, um, which yeah, I don't know this uh, at this point. Like we haven't had Sawyer, Kate, and Jack in the same episode for, or maybe in the same episode, but not in the same scene for I don't know how long. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 the we do not need this love triangle to keep going. In my no. personal opinion, it's insane that it is actually. And um, oh my gosh, like they've known each other for three months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's. I mean. Yeah. There. <laughs> There is a point where you're you got to be like, all right, well, you could probably end up feeling this way about just about anybody at this point, Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would just need another three months. Um, uh, Kate yanks on her arm and pops her shoulder back into place. Uh, I know that that's not really how, you, like, the way that you would put the shoulder back in. But I will say, I feel like a lot of shows treat, or in movies too treat like a dislocated shoulder as just like a oh gotta like like cracking your knuckles almost but a little yeah. bit worse and mm-hmm. this one i think does treat it correctly in the sense that like it hurts like hell <laughs> like mm-hmm. you extremely pay it hasn't happened to me but i had a friend who it happened to and he, i remember him being like i honestly wish i had just broken my arm like it, it was very painful mm-hmm. um and uh the the i guess other inaccurate thing would be that Juliet's arm isn't in a sling afterwards but what can you do Jack's mm-hmm. not there to be a doctor, so. Um, the next morning, Sawyer and Desmond uh, hunt a boar. Uh, Desmond wonders why Sawyer wants to help after all this time having barely spoken three words to him. And uh, Sawyer says he needs to change hearts and minds, that he needs to get people what they want, which is not money anymore, but uh, meat. And they are able to shoot a boar, um, which luckily they... They just show a live-action boar, and instead of having, like, some CGI thing, they just cut away when they shoot it. Uh, mm-hmm. Works perfect. <laughs> yeah, good move. You yeah. don't need a, a puppet. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next flashback, um, Cassidy goes to the diner where Kate's mom, Diane, works, and... Uh, orders some chili that she <laughs> strategically drops on Diane. Uh, yeah. So she has to go to the bathroom and clean up. And Kate comes in. I Hold uh, on. I want to say this. She yeah. should have been suspicious from the get-go. Uh, if you're like, hey, I'm just a um, one person. I just came into this diner at 10 o'clock at night to order a big bowl of chili. Mm-hmm. You should be like, all right, this person's on my radar. Um, yeah <laughs> in, insane insane for a midnight snack uh yeah the uh, i also will say i felt bad bad for her getting the soup poured on her like I, I think just from having worked in restaurants but like i was just like oh that is the worst part is when you yeah. just you uh uh somebody spills on you and you have to be like oh no it's totally fine mm-hmm. um uh kate is in the bathroom and mm-hmm. uh kind of confronts her mom and, and in, kind of going to your earlier point, kind of framed like Psycho. She just sort of like appears in the doorway all of a sudden. Yeah, very. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not doing a good job of like coming yeah. across. Uh, <laughs> From you know. Diane's perspective, this would be a horror movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, 
Diane asks what she's doing there. Um, and Kate tells her that she wants to know why she turned her in. And Diane tells her that, you know, she was hoping that Kate was there to apologize and for murdering her husband in cold blood. Um, she, and I thought she had a good point here. I mean, she like literally the worst way you could go out. Like, yeah, burned him alive. Burned him yeah. alive. Um, yeah. And Kate tells her that she did it for her, but Diane tells her that no, she did it for herself. And she tells Kate that if she ever sees her again, she is going to yell for help, but she isn't going to turn her in to the two men who are watching her and following her uh, at the moment. So she's giving her a chance to take off and um, won't turn her in this time. Yeah. Which, uh, she gives a little speech about, like, how, oh, you love who you love. Um, which was, like, is almost a just like defense of staying with someone who's abusive <laughs> like it yeah. was like you it makes you kind of feel bad for diane but also it seems weird that the show is taking that message i don't know yeah well, i guess it's not really the show taking that message though uh kate and juliet start <laughs> arguing on the way back over who knows jack better because of course um they you know they're both uh adult women which means they have room in their heads for one thing, and that mm -hmm. one thing must be a man. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as they're arguing, the monster chases them again. Uh, they run and uh, fall in a big pile of mud. Big puddle of mud. Um, this is seems weird and um, fetishy. I don't love this at all. Uh, Super unnecessary. I, like... yeah, yeah, it contributes nothing except for it just makes the, so that they're both uh, covered in mud, I guess, for the rest of the episode. Mm -hmm. Also, I will say this too. They both fall in the mud, which like, yeah, you fall in the mud, you're going to get a lot on you. When you see them throughout the rest of the episode, they are like, it like soaked into their clothes. Like every element of them is just covered in mud. Yeah. Like it, it, to, it, it it's like they, uh, uh, they like kind of took a little bath in it uh, real quick before they got back to running again. Um, mm -hmm. Rubbed it all through their hair. Yes. Yeah. Just see. Yeah. Um, seems, uh, seems gratuitous. That's my comments on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, uh, they get to the sonic fence. Juliet says it's fine to go through, but Kate, uh, Kate won't do it. Um, eventually Juliet has to take out the handcuff key that she has, mm -hmm. unlocks the cuffs, runs on the other side of the fence and puts in the code. Uh, she gets Kate to come through the fence, uh, and then turns it on, which stops the monster from coming through. It tries to get through, but can't. And then it just uh, goes away. Um, yeah, Kate confronts Juliet, who we discover was left behind as well. Um, but she decided to handcuff herself to Kate to try to ingratiate herself. Um, and figured like, oh, hey, if we, uh, uh, if we have to work through something together, it'll feel like we're both in it. Um, we're both in the mud together, as it were. Mm -hmm. And they really, they really just decided to make that subtext uh, text. Um, I will say this: it, I, maybe not even necessarily the worst plan, right? Uh, but if you're going to do that plan, you do have to throw away the handcuff key. Uh, there's yeah. never going to be a point where you're like, "All right, well, time to take these off." Uh, now that we've both learned our lesson together, I guess you wait till Kate's asleep and be like, "Yeah, I picked the lock in our sleep." Um, also, maybe you don't like rub it in kate's 
face that you've been spending so much time with Jack and like yes. you're Jack's best friend now. If that's yeah, really if you're, what you're. Yeah, if you're trying to get know. get on her good side, that is a mm-hmm. great point. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, she explains herself to Kate. Uh, takes the handcuffs off her, and Kate tosses them into the jungle and walks off without saying anything. Uh, back on the beach, they are having a luau. Sawyer has barbecued the boar. He's got it all going. He says he's got some Dharma uh, A1 sauce and paprika. Uh, he asks Charlie, he says, like, hey, you know, when you guys are voting tonight, just think about this pig. Which, to me, is funny because if there was a vote, that would be like such an ineffectual way of uh, trying to get somebody's vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he's just, he's very direct, like, I'm trying to bribe you. Uh, but but uh, Charlie doesn't know what he's talking about. And Sawyer realizes he's been conned. So he goes to confront Hurley about it. And Hurley says, like, yeah, I had to get you in a better place with people because you're the temporary leader right now. Um, and he, re- he lists off everybody who's gone at the moment, which is basically everybody who's ahead of Sawyer, I will say this. I kind of think Hurley's the temporary leader if he's the yeah. one pulling this. Like, I feel like maybe this is this would have been a great time, honestly, for Hurley to step up and be like, I'm going to take charge, but maybe he's just a sit in the shadows type of guy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he wanted to uh, he wanted Sawyer to start uh, helping everybody, and we get a nice montage of everybody eating. Um, you know, Sawyer giving a plate to Claire. I mean, it's just a classic Lost montage. Everybody's, um, you know, smiling and shaking hands with each other and all that stuff. Uh, Sun well, still on. gives... What, what's that? Hold on a second here. Uh-huh. Did I skip something? Between Sawyer and Claire, yeah, he decides to hold Aaron and the face oh, that he makes. Yes, it is really good. It's like he's holding yeah. a bomb that's about to go off. Like, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, I love I, that. That made me laugh pretty hard. Uncomfortable Sawyer is, in my opinion, underutilized on the show. Yes. It's so good. Like, just having, forcing him to become earnest about something he's not, he can't be like a, a slick con man about is so fun. Mm-hmm. Um... And I will say this too, uh, I like Top Knot Sawyer, where he's... Uh, oh, I what love Top Knot Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. It's so the, good. Um, I think we got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sun still gives him the evil eye during the montage, so we we know that like not everything is fixed. I would say rightfully so. Yeah. Although, again, I think we talked about it last time, you know, I wouldn't necessarily completely blame Sawyer. Uh, Charlie feels like should be as part of that, but maybe she's... Given Charlie the evil eye, too. I guess we don't see that mm-hmm. part. Uh, Kate and Juliet finally make it back. Uh, Juliet says, well, you know what? Why don't you go take, uh, get Jack? You've known him longer. Um, Jack and Saeed, I guess, I guess have just been knocked out this whole time. Like, I guess uh, so. they got They got a double Taking dose. A good nap. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would, too, I suppose. How often are you going to take an indoor nap on this island? Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Kate gets to Jack, uh, she wakes him up, he kind of, like, smacks her into the wall, <laughs> too, which, yeah. like, he does not apologize for, which, I, I don't I mean, maybe right when you're waking up from your drug-induced, uh, coma, you don't necessarily feel like apologizing, but, uh, she gets him up to speed about the others leaving, and she apologizes for coming back, kind of breaks down crying, um, this to me seems out of character, like, I don't... I don't buy that Kate would break down crying because she 
didn't follow Jack's instructions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seems odd. Uh, but Jack doesn't acknowledge it one way or the other. He doesn't, like, say, like, I forgive you or get mad at her. He just asks about Juliet. Um, and, uh, they, uh, uh, he says it's time to go back to the beach. Why is his house trashed? I, yeah, I don't know. I guess there was a scuffle or something like that. Maybe he had Mm. to get, like, knocked out, like, the old-fashioned way. I mean, we know Saeed, uh, was, like, his body is just... (laughs) Ready to get knocked out. Yeah. At any given moment. All it takes is a it, nice It's been a couple tap. days for him, you know. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. They actually, they were about to toss a, a, a gas grenade at him, but then they realized a light breeze had already knocked him out <laughs> earlier, so. Um, in the last flashback, Cassidy drops Kate off at the truck stop where her car is. And uh, Kate tells Cassidy that she owes her and wants to help her uh, get back at the guy who ripped her off and embarrassed her. And um, she wants to know his name so she can find him and get revenge for Cassidy. And Cassidy breaks down and tells Kate that she's pregnant and that it's his and she's still in love with him. Um, Kate tells her to call the cops on him and have him locked up, but Cassidy doesn't want to do that either. Um, I think we're supposed to kind of see this, like, development in Kate, where now she's kind of maybe supposed to be understanding that, you know, you love who you love, or or, or something. Yeah. I don't know if it was, like, fully... That's definitely the character development Kate needed this episode was be cool about somebody being with a bad person. Yeah, yep. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um but... Uh, Kate ends up telling Cassidy her real name and gets out of the car to pick a purse. Yeah. Um, yeah, presumably to never see each other again, which uh, yeah. is a bummer because they are a fun combo. But mm-hmm. Kate's whole deal, I guess, is that she can't really stay in one place for too long. Um, uh, Juliet and Saeed meet up with Jack and Kate. Jack and Juliet have like a nice little um reunion <laughs> so Saeed and Kate just kind of like give each other like an upward nod um uh, Saeed doesn't want to take Juliet with them but Jack says that she's coming too uh because they left her behind as well and that's the end of the episode um kind of a weak ending I will say uh yeah. there's not much like I'm not, like, super excited about... Necess- I mean, you know, I'm excited that we get more Juliet. Uh, but I'm not like, oh, Juliet's coming back with them. What's that going to mean now? Like, it doesn't really feel like that kind of plot point for them to want to do that for her. But... No. It almost uh, feels more like, oh, Jack's girlfriend is coming with. Oh, yes. That's for sure the vibe. I cannot yeah. wait until the next episode because you you know um, he's going to be ditching poker night... To go hang out with his girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know it. <laughs> uh, well, this episode came in... Where do you... I actually, I'll have... This might be a good one to guess. If you had to guess where this one's coming in, out of 121 on IMDb, where are you putting this one? I put it, like, right in the middle, like 60. That's what I would think, too. It was a good episode of Lost. Like, no big reveals, but there was nothing wrong with it. All the characters were pretty fun. Um, a little bit out of character stuff for Kate, but I mean, you could maybe say that about every single one of her episodes too. 
Mm-hmm. But this one came in at 101, which just seems what? crazy to me. That's way too low. Um, we've watched, I would say, 20 worse episodes already. Yes. We're only halfway through the show. So <laughs> that, that, seems, that seems really low. Did you see anything about, like, the reception? Not, not like, anything specific. My guess would be just that people, I think, at this point... I don't think people like Juliet at this point in the show on their first watch through. I like Juliet a lot, but, like, I think she's kind of like... She was the face of, um, you know, being mean to Sawyer and Kate and manipulating Jack and that kind of stuff. And we've gotten one episode that maybe shows that she wasn't as... She wasn't. She didn't start off as this kind of person. But next episode is actually called "One of Us," and it is a Juliet episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so hopefully it um, uh, it explains um, uh, some more about her backstory or gives us something else to like about her. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that should do it for this week. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. You can. Um, if you want to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can leave a review. Emma, any idea how many stars they should be giving us for these reviews? How about five stars? Okay, how about five, she says. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. one star for each time that Kate and Juliet almost kissed in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at all the best pods. You can email us, allthebestpodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, and until next week, get lost. Get lost.